In today's live stream, we are going to have a chat with my friend Morten from Passive Income Geek. And we're going to chat about a lot of cool stuff. Uh, one of the things that most amazes me is that he's doing something that I would love to do with my wife, you know, uh, create passive income, be able to travel around the country, around the globe with my family. Uh, and we're going to talk about how he's doing this stuff, you know, uh, what he's, how he's making his money and other cool stuff. So if that's for you, let's get into this. Don't stop. What's up, boss? Adrian Diaz here with Hasta La Vista, boss, the place where ambitious people like you and I, we talk about how to create a side hustle, make it profitable, quit our job, become our own bosses. How cool is that? So that's what we want to do, something like uh, Morten already achieved here. Um, Morten, welcome to Hasta La Vista, boss, brother. How's it going? Thank you, Adrian. Good, good. <laughs> Thanks. All is good here. <laughs> uh, thanks for accepting the invitation. Thanks for... Uh, uh, you know, uh, taking some time from your awesome journey with your uh, RV and, uh, you know, just to chat with us. I've been uh, wanting to talk to you since I've seen you on Duck Huntington YouTube channel. Uh, I said okay. this, awesome. yeah, this guy has something that I want to, you know, absorb. <laughs> cool. So, <I'm> glad. <laughs> yeah, it was, a, it was an awesome interview uh, with, uh, with Doug uh, and I've, I've uh, picked up a few things. Um, and, uh, you know, hopefully we can, you know, um, talk and we can elaborate more on some of those points. Totally. Um, that'll be awesome. Before we move on, I want to welcome everybody here in the chat. Hello, bosses. Uh, we have Carl. How's it going, Carl? Uh, Carlitos. <laughs> uh, Carl says, hi, guys and girls. I'll be popping in to see my good friend interview and an awesome affiliate marketer. Catch all uh, you very soon. I'm assuming he's talking about you, <laughs> Morten. Uh, Carl is an awesome, uh, uh, is a very, very good friend of uh, of the Hasta La Boss, Hasta Vista Boss community. We yeah, have I've Jay. Seen yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hi, Jay. How's it going? Uh, yo, bosses. Ryan is here as well. How's it going? Altai. How's it going, brother? And Simply Selling. Hello. Merchants UK. Howdy, bosses. Uh, this is Kieran. Uh, I hope I pr pronounced your name uh, properly. Boss, thanks for being here, everybody. Um, if you're new here to the channel, you know, if you like what you see, consider to subscribe. That would be awesome. Uh, if you're uh, regular, welcome. <laughs> and if you have questions for Morten, uh, drop them in the comments. And something awesome that we do on this channel is that you can join us. And you can actually have a chat on live with us here. Uh, and it's better than typing. I hate typing questions when I do go to live streams. Uh, so there's a link there in the chat if you guys want to um, click on it, join us here. There's going to be like a, a minute a waiting, uh, like a waiting room in there because I need to uh, see who wants to join and I need to approve it. But that would be awesome to have you. Uh, it would be awesome to, you know, I'm sure more than wants to... Uh, uh, share his knowledge uh, with you <laughs> and uh, help everybody here. That's really cool, Adrian. I love that format. <laughs> That's awesome, my brother. I want to, of course, uh, I, I know that uh, some people here already know you, 
But for those who don't know you, Morten, and for people who will come in the future to watch this uh, live stream, uh, tell us who do you who do you are, what do you do, all that good stuff. Yeah, sure. I'm I'm based I'm based in Denmark, but all my websites are in English, so I'm targeting U.S. traffic, you can say. And I've been building passive income sites, these sites, authority sites, whatever you want to call it, and for for more than a decade. I've been working as an SEO consultant after I did a couple of e-commerce projects that I sold and got out of, one with a huge lot of debt and one that I made a little bit of money from. And I figured out that I wanted to be in the advertising layer because all my money went to the advertisers and to Google ads and all that stuff. So I figured that's where the money is and it seems like I was, I was right <laughs> back then. So I'm glad I chose that route. And Actually, a little fun side note. I was trying to come up with a clever name for my YouTube channel. I started this channel in January, and I, I was sort of living under a rock before, trying to fly under the radar, but I wanted to come out and share my tips and stuff. And I told you this, Adrian. I, <laughs> I, one of the names that I almost chose was seeyoulaterboss.com. That's just kind of <laughs> like hasta la vista, boss. I love that. So when I saw your channel, I was like, Oh, that's awesome. That's that's the same idea. So yeah, so I, I went with passive income geek. Yeah. <laughs> that's just well, a very funny side note. It was a very funny, uh, definitely uh thanks for sharing your you know your uh, your story there. It was funny when you said that to me because um uh, at the same time I was trying to to think about something uh you know to make it a little bit more fun. Uh when I say, Okay, how can I make uh, this YouTube channel or because I obviously I want to build a brand, not just yeah. YouTube channel. I want to build I have a YouTube channel, I have, uh, you know, Google My Business, websites and everything. So I was trying to make uh, something to make it a little bit more fun. I'm, fun for me because I like to have fun when I do this stuff. Uh, otherwise, uh, what's the point, right? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> so, but the passive uh, income geek, it's uh, as well, it sounds really, really nice. It's, you know, it's brandable. Um, Thanks. It's not like one of those make money online shit stuff, you know, that they have all this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I had to pay a little bit of money for the domain. I had passive income geeks and I was thinking about should, it, should my audience be geeks or whatever. But yeah, I, I finally <laughs> I got in and then I just made the switch. So. <laughs> awesome, awesome. Thanks, thanks for sharing that uh, there. Um, so tell me, I was really curious even so, uh, even when I, uh, from when I watched your um uh video with with Doug um you're mentioning that you're posting like shit loads of content how do you do it <laughs> all right yeah i'm working with a team of writers obviously i i i wrote a lot of content myself earlier on and but after we we had max he's turning 4 in a month so he's with us here he's sleeping inside the camera i hope <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I think i just heard him but he's in there with maria she might pop out later so after we had max i figured I, I needed to work less. I wanted to work less too. Yeah. And so I, I started outsourcing a lot like a couple of years ago. And so basically that that's a short answer. I, I outsourced and I work with a team of writers, dedicated writers, my own team. I'm not using like a content agency. I, I train my own writers. So, yeah. That's awesome. So is, is all your money come from, uh, from, um, or better, a better question would be like, how many online properties you have or how many businesses you have that yeah. you're generating money from? Yeah, I have like four or five major websites 
And one of, one of those is an old Danish tech site, tech blog or whatever that I started a long time ago, comparing broadband connections and mobile subscriptions and all that stuff. That's, that's, that's a pretty heavy topic within affiliate marketing because it's recurring, you know, it's subscription yeah. based. So of course it, that's, that's a good thing. So it's also competitive. So uh, since I was in the game for a long time, I, I built that up alongside working as an SEO consultant. So over the last, yeah, also five, six, seven years, I've been building like one of our major sites that I also share public publicly on my channel. It's go go downsize.com. Downsize. So it's sort of a lifestyle blog about living in this thing, living in different RVs, campers, and also how to live on boats. And it's not so much about how to make a living while you do it. It's more the lifestyle side of things. Is yeah, this, there it is. Is this the website? Yeah, this. Yeah, this looks yeah nice. exactly. Yeah, so it's also about tiny houses, boats, RVs, and how to live in those. Nice. So that's that's monetized with AdThrive, one of the major ad premium ad networks, and then I have, of course, affiliate links. And at one point, I want to launch like a downsizing course, but it seems like it's. I don't think that's a brilliant idea. <laughs> so, <laughs> But I mean, this is it's awesome. So you have um, all these websites are are making money via just having ads on on your uh, on your website. Yeah, it's an affiliate. Yeah, that's that's my thing. So let me see if I can see. This looks like uh, an Astra team, is it? Yeah, it's Astra. <laughs> Absolutely, <laughs> I, I like it. It's uh, it sounds uh, it's it's very clean, and I, I recognize the I recognize the team straight away. Yeah, uh, I, I like it too. I switched all my sites to Astra. I think around a year or two ago, mm -hmm. I was using many different ones, and I just wanted to sort of streamline my processes and also find like a lighter, faster theme. And I was really happy with Astra. I went over a couple. I also tried the Hello theme from Elementor, I'm using Elementor on the side, but I couldn't get the sidebar to, to work. I mean, I'm, I'm not a programmer <laughs> in any way and I don't want to be dependent on uh -huh. one anymore. So I want to do things my own way. So I figured out Astra is something I can figure out. It's easy, it's fast and I like that. Yeah, it's it's, it's really, I, I really like it. I use it for uh, for my Legion websites as well. Um, awesome. It's, um, but I'm using it with Elementor though. I'm, I'm dropping Elementor in, on it just so I can, make the uh, the sales pages you know a little bit more yeah. nice yeah me too I use Elementor on almost all my sites I love it <laughs> using the pro version or the free yeah. version pro yeah, version pro. right yeah I can't remember which feature I, I needed that I had to pay for but eventually I, I paid for it yeah the what I've done um, since since uh, this is one of the things that I like when when I make friends online um, you know, like here talking to you and all that. We were talking about having beers here in London when you come. Uh, it's really, it's not only that, you know, uh, but you can get knowledge from one uh, another. We can pick up brains and all that. But at the same time, for example, um, you know, because I don't have money, I don't have that much money. I don't have so many resources uh, to buy a, a license from Elementor. What I've done because I know someone someone else has it already or maybe someone else is interested in another friend, I say, hey, do you want to join forces and we can put like 50-50, you know, and we pay the license. Yeah. So um, this is one of the things that I, I can suggest you guys watching uh, to do. It's, 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 um, 
it's a way for you to save money and and have all these cool mm-hmm. features from from paid plugins, paid uh, page builders and themes and all that. Yeah. Uh, pretty expensive SEO tools if you're into that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Same, yeah, yeah, it's true. Um, yeah. So we have, uh, Ryan here says, uh, loving both yours, Adrian, and Morton's channel. Sub to both of you. You are a superstar, Ryan. Thank you very much. Um, question for Morton. You've gone after a huge info niche that people advise against. How would you suggest building uh, domain authority over time? I, I, I'm surprised he said that people advise against going for the big informational niche. That's what I typically do. That's where I start out with my new websites. So I'm so drop a line about why why people say that. So, but I I really like to go for bigger and bigger niches. Mm-hmm. I'm also doing some testes, testing right now as to how big you can go. We can come back to that. But I mean, the reason, or I should say, I think the question was how I get started. Right? How I get to uh, the build question authority, is right. Uh, so the question is, how would you, uh, how would you suggest building domain authority over time? Yeah. So, so in the beginning, I'm I'm all about just getting traffic. Like, I, and my traffic source is Google Organic Searches. I'm I also have a lot of traffic from Pinterest, but I, I think that's more volatile. I don't know if that's the right pronunciation. I'm, <laughs> I'm from Denmark, but I, I I think the most stable traffic source by far for me over 13 years of doing this is by far Google organic searches. And that's what I, I prefer. So, so going after a lot of traffic in the beginning is what I go for. So I try hardly to, to find what I call underserved topics, like things that people would search for that have, that doesn't have a good uh, article up there already. So when I see the f- first, second and third listing in Google and I see that's not spot on or maybe there's not an article at all maybe it's just Quora and Forum and Google Yahoo Answers or whatever if it's just user generated content then I try to, to grab that position of course <laughs> but, that's but, yeah. awesome stuff and uh, as well uh, you know um, Ryan of course building authority for your website over time authority is built by building links basically so mm-hmm. uh, that's one i mean probably that's 80 percent of <laughs> of what is going to help you build the, the authority on that niche besides having awesome content and um you know that that that's ranking um uh, absolutely but but just to chime in i i've also started to get some pretty crazy rankings for on, on websites without hardly any links so i as soon as i start getting like a lot of traffic if we're talking 50 60 70,000 page views per month in a pretty niche vertical i i started seeing rankings with really low domain authority if my content is just better you know people stay there more they click my titles more so, so it's definitely possible, but, but of course, I mean, if you want to join the big ranks and, and really go for the competitive <laughs> stuff, you definitely need those links and they, you, you need a, a plan to go about that. Would you say, uh, based on, of course, on your so many years of experience, but would you say that you're ranking, uh, I, I don't, I'm not, I'm not saying that you can't rank without links because I'm ranking with, without links, uh, just like you were saying, but, awesome. uh, would you say that you're ranking without links simply because those queries that you go for, they're not competitive, right? Yeah, absolutely. 
yeah, if, if they're not competitive, but they can also be super competitive if nobody wrote a good article. I mean, if everybody sitting up there is like three, four or 500 words, or if they are not on point, maybe it's just an article ranking up there from a huge website. They are, they're coming at this topic from another angle than my search query that I think may have a lot of traffic. So sometimes I'm, I'm ranking for stuff that I don't know how we define competition, but I mean, if I write an article and I get 5,000 pages to that article, I would say it's pretty competitive. It, it should be, but yeah. many times, I mean, I mean, it's not, if you know how to find those topics, you can, you can find those gold nuggets in many, many niches. And so, and, and also sure. one tip here, the broader the niche, the more topics you have to go, you can go for, and then you can keep digging broader, so to speak, and you don't have to just look for these teeny tiny niches. So that's also why I go so broad so I can actually find those, those underserved topics. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, really awesome there. That's really awesome. It's like uh, uh, this, there's always this debate, oh, should I be linked? Should I not be linked? Uh, yeah, yeah. You, you can rank both ways. You know, when, Absolutely. I, when I say competitive, like don't think that you're going to make money uh, uh, advertising products uh, in the health space without backlinks. There's no way you're going to do no it. No chance. <laughs> so, you know, um, you have to learn that uh, there's there's – there's ways to approach this, just like Morten was saying. There's angles. You can you can go for the for the free or the low volume uh, vo low value if you want in terms of uh, commercial value keywords. And then once you're ranking up there, then you can take people from from that post. You can direct them to another uh, post that actually you sell some products, which uh, you know that's how you can uh, make uh, some dinero. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean. I mean, I, because I'm selling products, I know that you're 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 not necessarily selling anything. You just have uh, ads on your site, which is um, which is awesome as well. I I need to learn about that. I haven't done anything related to that. Okay. Yeah, um, then you absolutely need to do it if you have traffic. Sure. I mean, if you have a lot of traffic. <laughs> for sure. Maybe we can pick some uh, tricks from you here today. Sure. Um, so let me welcome as well Tim here. How's it going, brother? Uh, Tim here, uh, he says that uh, you have a nice hobby that looks, makes me think of my holidays in France. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. This is a hobby. It's, I, I think it's German. He might correct me. I think it's a German camper van essentially <laughs> in Northern Europe. So it's very, very common up here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, it's, it's really awesome. Uh, you have people out there that recognize instantly, right? The, yeah. The make and model. Um, uh, Carl says here, uh, I've lost the chat. It's going crazy. I'm not used to so many chat. <laughs> uh, That's where good. Is it? Uh, where is Carl? I forgot Carl. Where is? Where are you, Carl? Oh, looks like, uh, looks like uh, you and um, you, Carl and, and you, Morten, you going head to head into uh, some uh, niches there, like in in the pet niche or something. Ah, awesome. <laughs> <laughs> um. Ryan says, you have a in there. <laughs> Ryan says, um, all right, no, this is not, sorry, it's not that, it's not that, uh, okay, so you're saying, okay, Ryan says, so you're saying for me, for more longer info niches, was your move away from product type sites deliberate or the, the way it just worked out? Did you understand the what he's saying there? 
Uh, okay, so he, is he, he's asking, right, if I'm, if I'm R, I think we are all moving away from product-focused fo niches and into more informational-type niches. Is that it? Uh, I think he was, he's, he was he's trying to say, have you moved from, um, from um, uh, product-type sites deliberately or uh, and went into info, uh, informational-type of websites deliberately or it was kind of uh, just... Uh, this is how it worked out for you. Well, I, I, I mean, I, I do both on the same website for sure. Uh, it's not like I go uh, after only informational type content or only uh, commercial. I, I try to do a mix of both. I just found it much, much easier to find those underserved topics that you need to start out with to get any sort of traffic in the beginning and get Google to just give you a shot in the rankings. I mean, at all. So I typically start with the more informational type stuff that you will probably only monetize with ads, right? But sometimes those ads can be awesome. I mean, I have some some sites. I, I have a, a, a site that's doing around 50, I think. And that's pre-corona, 50 or $60 per thousand page views just from ads. I mean, that's that's awesome. That's, yeah. Sometimes that's hard to do even with affiliates. So so it's not, but that is a product fo focused site that I did a long time ago. So, so it's, it's sort of built another way, but I put ads on. So, 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 so I, I, I do a mix of both. So as, as soon as I find an underserved topic, I mean, if I fi find one that's about a product, I would go for that one because I know ads will be, ads will pay out better if it has this commercial intent. And also, of course, I can do affiliate links if it's around a product. So. Yeah, so that's what I try to do. But I mean, if I think there's a ton of traffic, I might also go for something that's entirely informational of character of nature that would never have any products on it whatsoever. And yeah, and especially in the beginning. Interesting, interesting. Uh, I want to say hello to Emilia. How's it going, Emilia? Uh, she had a great uh, stream earlier with uh, Alex. Emilia Connor. From... Awesome. Hi, Emilia. <laughs> from WP Eagle. Uh, I love you guys. Uh, and she says, um, anything we are going on in analytics, uh, talk about a May the 4th update rollback. I never heard it, uh, anything about it, uh, Emilia. Um, so maybe, I don't know if you heard about anything um, about the rollback or anything that's related. I didn't hear too much about anything because I'm in the camper right now. I don't have, <laughs> I, I don't have too much time digging into any news sites about all the. I mean, of course, I try to to read up on things, but I'm only working a few hours every night. So it's right now it's sort of vacationing for a very long time, but uh, yeah, but, but, but I, I mean, generally I don't care too much about the Google updates. It's, it's the same thing that happens to my site over the last many updates. It's just mm -hmm. plateauing for a while and then it continue growing. Sweet. I haven't been hit hard by any YMYL stuff, but we can talk more about that if you want to. Sure. Sure. I mean, I'm not worried about the Google updates either. Uh, I just uh, keep doing what I'm doing and, uh, yeah. You know, I let the the other people uh, they're more smart than myself to do the test and everything. And then when they talk about it, I'll find out. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. <laughs> just keep doing what I'm doing. Uh, Jay Bugs says here, "Hey Morten, cool to see you again. Do you consider TripAdvisor user-created content like any other forum or like Quora?" Yeah, like user-generated content. So whenever the website is open to anybody, just writing whatever they want to write, you know, maybe even without putting a real name out there, uh, you can always beat that for sure. Well, sometimes people are looking for something like Quora for specific, you know, those specific topics where people are looking for like sort of a crowd sourced answer. So sometimes you won't be able to 
beat them off the first position. But then for sure you can grab number two or three and you'll also have a lot of traffic there. So Coolio. Uh, team says here, uh, or oh, probably I believe this is uh, some chat going on in there. Yeah, between the guys. That's awesome. Um, I want to welcome Alex Cocker as well. Welcome, buddy. How's it going? If you have questions for uh, Morten, please drop them in the chat. Uh, alternatively, if you want to join us, you know that you can join us. I'll drop the invite again because I know you guys are very shy. So yeah, there you go. Awesome. <laughs> the the link is in there. If you want to ask uh, Morten directly, and if we want to go back and forth for for a minute, that would be awesome. Producer Hive, how's it going? Welcome. Um, so let me get back to um, something that I personally want to uh, chat a little bit more with you, uh, Morten. Is like, um, sure. What is your process? Because of course now you are in the top of the pyramid. If you want, uh, you're just on. You know, you have people underneath you, and uh, that's one of the things that I want to achieve. Like we were talking about. Um, just uh, before going live, I, I have, I want to have, um, I, I want to pick your brains on how do you uh, structure all these things? Like, how do you yeah. uh, uh, outsource to your people? Do you have these guys on, you know, on, uh, how do you say, um, full time? I, I want mm -hmm. to, I would like to know a little bit more about that, if you don't mind. Sure. Yep. So I, I think I have a more simple structure than many people. So it's, it's actually a pretty basic structure. So I, I, I typically um, start all the processes myself. I, I will be the first one to figure out how to do anything. So I wrote the first many, many hundred articles on my site. I also did the first, I was the first editor. I did everything. So, so and then I, then I sort of try to distill the process and I give that to to a person, of course. So I have below me, you can say I have an editor almost full time, and then she's taking care of all the writers and she's having meetings with them. She's training them like I used to do. So I'm training her, she's training them. She's checking in with them every month because I, I like us now it's not me, but I like to, I like her to have a personal relationship at least to some degree with most of the writers. So they know me, they know what we're all about. And, and then she will, so the writers will write directly into WordPress. They will upload it as a draft. She'll take it. She'll edit it if there's any formatting that needs changing. And, and eventually she will also do like, what do you say? Uh, once in a while, she will check the facts and stuff. So she will check for plagiarism also and all that stuff. So I don't have like one person for editing, one for images, one for whatever. I just have this one editor. She does everything. She so does everything. She's okay. pretty important as you can imagine. <laughs> <laughs> of course. You're probably, you're probably, uh, uh, I'm trying not to swear uh, that much. Uh, so I'm going to control myself. So you're probably, I think effed, Max is asleep. <laughs> so you're fucked. If she, if she doesn't come to work, you're, you're in trouble, right? <laughs> um, Basically, basically, yeah. But but I mean, I I think I could quickly go back to that role that role for a while, and then I have some prospects in mind that I could probably promote. I have some writers who are working for me like a lot, who, who's right, putting in many hours, and I I could promote another one to do it for cool. sure. Uh, let me let me. I just want to draw this because I I like to have images in my mind. So, uh, you know, I'm just yeah. going to make this pyramid here. So you here on the top, you are just yeah. like the project manager, right? 
yeah. project manager, and then you have um, someone underneath that um, you, you said she is this lady that uh, she's a content manager. I, I call her. I call her my editor. My editor. Okay. Some people would refer to it as a virtual assistant, I, I suppose. But editor. she's mostly doing editing, and when she's done with that, she'll also write. She used to be a writer for me, and eventually, I will have two persons in that layer. Also, as you said, too. So I'm I'm not screwed if if she leaves. But I mean, the worst the worst thing that can, I like I like to think about what's the worst case scenario, right? Let's yeah. say she quits tomorrow. I mean, I'll have a lot of content, maybe seventy or a hundred articles, just lining up, not getting published. I mean, that's that's not so. I mean, that would not hurt my business. Of course, I need to publish those within a month or two. But let's say I have like three or four hundred lined up, then I'll just eventually get to them with a new bunch of editors. So I, I don't see it as a threat to my current income in any way. Right. So you have, uh, um, for example, uh, underneath her, uh, what do you have underneath her? Like I think ten or twelve writers. Ten to twelve uh, writers, and all these guys are freelance. You don't pay them like. Yep. Uh, yep. Freelancers. Freelance. Yep. Uh, and so I mean they have a long history with me, but I, right. I don't employ them directly. I don't think I even could because I'm in Denmark. So <laughs> <laughs> right, I, I don't, right. don't even know how what that would look like. And I think that's the place to my advantage. I mean I had to, to to do it with freelancers. I couldn't hire a team if I wanted to. I I, I would hire a team of lawyers in order to do so in the states. I, I guess so. So being sort of forced to work remote with anybody with everybody, I think that's that's a huge benefit to me. It it might seem like something that's a disadvantage, but I, I, I think I, I played it to my advantage. Awesome. So uh, you you do the work here, you do the keyword research and all that, and you're gonna pass yep. it you're I gonna pass that. it yep. to to this lady here? I, okay. I upload it into um, ClickUp. All right. So that's that's the system I use. So I, I put as you said, I put up all the topics and topic descriptions and all this stuff and templates. I work out all this stuff and many of these things is just around templates that I need to do once. And then I load it up there and they can go in and they can so the writers can actually go in there and grab a title that they have an interest in. So let's say they wanted to write about this subtopic of the subtitle or whatever, they can pick that one and then they'll just upload it as a draft and change I think it's what's it called in ClickUp. It's called um, the status of this task from in writing to in editing. And she'll right. put it in complete and post it. So my editor, she will post everything. The, the writers will never hit anything else in draft. Right. Publish. That's awesome. I'll I'll have to get the the name of those uh, the things you mentioned because uh, I I never use them, so I don't know what they are. Yeah. Just to give them, uh, you know, put them in the description if anybody wants to use it as well. And actually, this software, it's click, click up, like you click something, clickup.com. It's actually, for, you can use it for free up to a very high level. I think I could use it for free if I wanted to. There are some features that I wanted, so I, I pay a good deal of money for it, but you don't have to, not at all. I used right. it for a long time without paying anything for it. I see. And uh, that's awesome there. So, uh, and underneath the, the writers, do you have anything else underneath the writers? Like. Mm -hmm. Nope. Or, or maybe, <laughs> so, maybe, as I said, it's a very simple structure. It's not like it's changing hands. I, I know some people who have every article changing hands like four or five times, and somebody will put in affiliate link, somebody else would work with graphics, somebody, you know, I don't do that. Awesome, awesome, yeah. awesome. Yeah. Awesome stuff. Um, Hamza, how's it going, uh, brother? Thanks for uh, jumping on the chat. You can say hello if you want. Hey there. <laughs> um, in the meantime, 
uh i want to welcome as well jesse here on the chat i want to welcome pete as well how's it going guys thanks for uh jumping on the on the live stream so let me catch up with some of the chat here see what's going on um uh altai says smoking hookah and having coffee at home at this time of the day i feel to go awesome <laughs> i'll feel to go and create more content after watching you guys you should definitely do that you know take action <laughs> that's the thing um what is carl says morton how do you organize the quantity uh, oh sorry the qual the quantity of writers i produce 50 to 70 articles from five writers and starting to struggle a little bit all right that's around the amount of articles i put out i'm around 70 i want to push it to 100 uh, this summer so how i structure it is very much based on, on the settings inside ClickUp. So I'm, I'm, I'm using ClickUp in a very basic way, I think. I, I try to keep things very, very simple. And so I don't know if that answered it in, in any way. Can, could you repeat? Um, uh, so he says, like, how do you organize the quantity of, the, of writers? Uh, so maybe, maybe you want to elaborate a little bit more there, Carl. Uh, like, uh, how do you organize the quantity of writers? Probably how how do you, uh, how do you distribute the content maybe but you were just yeah, mentioning so, that you use ClickUp right yeah yeah they go and they actually get to pick the topics they want to write on so I just load up a, a load of topics they get to choose them and and I'm so to speak and on how to you can say handle the writers or communicate with them my editor does that but I mean I I could do that I I used to do that so I I would use Skype for just checking in doing short video calls just to know how people are i mean i want to know if something is going on in their life you know if their dog died i don't want to know the name of their dog i like to know people i'm i'm a people person i think that's that's something people are not paying enough attention to it's not just a number when you're working with freelancers you have 20 writers you have no idea who it is know who it is know your people because they're the ones who are actually going to create your business definitely definitely i agree with that and i when when I start to make money, like uh, in 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 a, in a more serious way, and I have a team behind me and all that, I'll definitely uh, want to take care of them. Uh, you know, maybe even you know Christmas time, send them presents or whatever. You know, you have exactly. to be you have to take care of them because they taking they can they taking care of you. Um, you Absolutely. Know. So, yeah, I mean, if by doing so, they will do much better work and also you will keep them for much longer. I mean, I want to be employed. I worked as a freelancer for, for many years and I want my, my favorite clients were the ones that led me into their, a little bit of their personal life and I got to know them. And if I asked about something, they, they would answer me, you know, about the processes and other things going on in the business and yeah, get to know them. Yeah, where do you uh, where are your uh, people from? Like, um, uh, first, where do you find them, and second, yeah. uh, where they are from? Like, uh, yeah. you know, on the map. <laughs> I have one from South Africa, one from Nigeria, and the rest is uh, is from the states. Okay, interesting. So, so I'm I'm mainly hiring from the states, and once in a while, I will have a test writer coming from. The, I, I I mean, I'm, I've been doing a lot of testing. And, mm -hmm. and some, some of those did very well, but at the moment I'm only hiring Americans. But I, I tested a lot of Nigerians and South Africans and also people from the Philippines and other places Sweet. just to see how, how it works. I like to test things, but for now I'm working with Americans for, for a couple of reasons. Sweet, sweet. How much do you pay for the writer? Um, I, typically American, pay, I guess they're expensive. Yeah, I typically pay two cents per word. 
So let's say like a 2,000 word article is, would be $100. Ooh. <laughs> sorry, did I get it right? No. Yeah. No, sorry. <laughs> that would be $40, 40 right? 40 yeah. bucks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, it's, it's, still, it's still not bad. Not bad, you know? 2,000 no, no, words. No, I, I think two cents per word is yeah. definitely on, on the yeah. low end. Sure, sure. Yeah. Um, Producer Hive here says, uh, does your editor find and insert all affiliate links as well? Um, so that's a good question. I'm changing processes about that right now. I'm starting to put it into the description. So I have the writer do it. And I, so I'll specify, I will find the products actually before. That's I, I'm making that a part of my topic research, you can say. So, so, I, so I'll ask them specifically to link to these products. And then I'll, my editor knows what products I'm linking to. So I'm, I'm not linking to five new products in every post, I should say. I'm, I'd like to build out, let's say, a cluster of, let's say, 50 posts around uh, one type of product. And then I have like five or three or four or five that I recommend. So one, so they might be variations within this product. You know, some of these topics are geared toward this variation or this variation or whatever, if that makes sense. So, so a handful of affiliate links for 40, 50 posts, that makes it so much easier. So they don't have to do the digging because they might not find the right uh, products, right? I see. Cool. I hope that answered uh, your question. Uh... Producer Hive, I know who you are, but maybe you don't want me to mention your name. Um, uh, Jesse says, I guess you kind of answered this, uh, but how many articles do you publish on your sites uh, in an average month? Uh, more time? All right, yes, yeah, so in total, I said it's between 70 or 80, and I'm pushing it to 100 articles per, per month. So one of my, my bigger sites is getting the majority, majority of the traffic right now. I would... I would like to see that my five bigger sites are each getting 20 articles per month because I like to build a portfolio of, of several large sites and that just have like one pillar site or whatever. So that's, that's a goal. But I mean, with the pandemic going on and people being laid off work and riots, riots in the States and stuff, it's, it's, it's a different work environment. You know, some people are staying home with their kids and they can write much, much more. And some people cannot write at all because they have the kids at home. So, you know, so I just try to post as much content as possible. Right now, I don't. I'm not. I don't care too much about which side is getting that content. That's uh, that's awesome. Um, I want to. What is the question here? I want to go quickly to the chat. Um, sure. I apologize, guys, if I don't uh, if I don't see the question. Uh, there's I'm one happy thing. I'm happy. <laughs> I mean, it's busy, which is cool, which is awesome. You, one thing you can do, though, if you want, you can do this uh, so I can see the question. You can say question uh, and then write your question. So I, I you know, make questioning in That's capital letters. Capital letters so I can see it. Otherwise, it's, uh, it's going to get lost. I'm uh, going to use that tip on my channel. <laughs> <laughs> nice one. And um, uh, let me quickly okay alex cocker says uh morton so do you do your keyword research yourself and then upload your topics to click uh to click up and grant your writers to have access to your profile yep exactly that's exactly how he does it alex that's a short answer <laughs> <laughs> that's cool um I really need to look into this ClickUp. I never heard of it. Uh, Carl says here in the chat that he started using it. Uh, let us I've know seen how... a lot of people using it lately. Yeah? Yeah. Never heard of it. Um, 
so uh emilia says uh, she wants to know more about your past uh history as a rock musician <laughs> awesome yeah we talked very very briefly about that on a live chat recently yeah i i, I play heavy metal yeah, it's yeah that's the broader genre yeah. <laughs> and pete says here pete says uh in his goth uh phase <laughs> um well if you go to my facebook profile i don't i think it's public you can see some old wedding photos with me with long black curly hair and yeah uh <laughs> And I have a few tattoos hidden up here, if I can, you know. So it's, Ooh, it's you're for real. marked. You're marked. That's your history. <laughs> no, I'm I'm still in it. I love this music. That's awesome. Um, question from Hamza uh, again. If you guys are, um, if you want to join us and ask uh, directly, there's a link in there in the chat somewhere. Um, so Hamza is asking here on Zoom. Uh, I'm launching a new site and planning to publish 100 articles in a month. Should I um, should I follow a publishing schedule or publish them all at once? How to index them properly? I, I haven't seen any, correl any correlation about how fast you. I mean, if you do 100 articles, just put them out there as soon as you have as you have them written. I mean, the the sooner the better because they'll have time to rank. I have sites that I haven't touched in many years; they're still ranking perfectly. So I don't think you need to keep publishing on a regular basis, like on YouTube, for example. It's not like your website is slowly dying if you don't publish. Yeah, um, like same. Uh, I just want to add the same. Uh, there's nothing out there. That will tell you if you pub unless you are a news website. So I'm assuming, yeah. I'm yeah. assuming you're not a news website, uh, uh, Hamza. Uh, so just publish your content as soon as you have it. If you want to kind of, um, you know, spread it, it's up to you. But it's not going to make any difference in terms of SEO benefits. Um, I've never seen. I need to check if there's a test on IMG, but there's not. There's nothing that I can remember. So just publish it, and um, if you want to index it properly, there's uh, indexers uh, out there that you can uh, just Google it. Uh, Google indexers. Uh, I'll probably drop a link for you in the chat in Facebook, uh, in the Facebook group Hasta La Vista Boss. But um, publish it uh, there. And another uh, way to kind of help Google to find your content and and index it uh, faster is for you to share it on on social uh, media. You know. Facebook. And also just just tell Google in Google Search Console. Exactly. Yeah. You, can, you yeah. can put the URL in there, and they typically put in the search results That's within twenty four hours. I think there's like a limit uh, now. They limit the Google Search Console uh, to fifty URLs per day. Yeah. So that'll probably do. So yeah, <laughs> you have uh, you have hundred articles, then uh, do it in you know twice in two days. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so he says uh, thank you here in the chat. Um, I lost the uh, the chat on YouTube again. Um, Producer Hive says, "Do you use any affiliate link plugin like AAWP or any of these?" Uh, no, I'm using Pretty Links, so that's just sort of to make it easier for me to handle all the affiliate links. Let's say I wanted to update a product across a hundred or a thousand articles, I can just update it one place, and it will update all those links. So, but I don't think that's what you're talking about, right? So I think this is he's talking about an Amazon plugin, right? Um, he's he's just mentioning like if you use any affiliate link plugins, uh, AWP, yeah, no. Amalinks Pro, Lasso. No, 
not 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 anything like that but I, I i might look into it but yeah i i don't have like a ton of links i i link to the same products over and over again so that's awesome um merchants uh kieran says uh here mentions uk homebrew uh says do you use uh do you use any seo plugins like yoast or RankMat? nope I actually did a video on why I deleted Yoast and all, all other types of SEO plugins on my site. And the very short story is that when you delete it and you don't tell Google exactly what you want them to use as a meta title, you just give them the headline. I mean, they will just use the same one. And, and that makes it easy for people to, and they click, they see the same title. You're not confusing people with two different titles there. And also for the description, I find that many times Google will show more characters if they get to pick and choose the meta title and they'll do a better job. They'll find, they'll find exactly what they typed into the search bar in Google and find somewhere in the article with what I'm writing specifically about that. So they will highlight those words. So yeah, I, I'm showing that in, in that video, but that, that's, that's some key takeaways that I, I get. I, I think I get better results without an SEO plugin for titles and descriptions at least. That's, uh, that's awesome. I use uh, both of them. Um, uh, who has a question? Uh, Kieran, I'm using both of them. Uh, the, the, easy, the only reason I'm using them is uh, uh, to make sure I, I'm creating the, the titles that I want, just to uh, create yeah. the uh, how it will look on the SERPs. That's that's what I'm. Uh, that, that's the only reason I'm using them. Actually, to be honest with you, uh, RankMath has other fu uh, functions that are really helpful uh, for uh, you know for. For me, for example, they have the redirection, um, so you can redirect the maybe old posts or maybe four fours that you have. Um, so that's helpful, and it's free. Yoast is not free. Uh, what if they have? Um, you can you know, you can uh, add the uh, you know index no index tags to your pages. So there there's, there are benefits, True. of course. Yeah. Um, yeah. And also Chronicle tag. I actually use that for one of my sites because I'm doing a split. I'm doing split testing, mm -hmm. so I need that other URL to have a canonical tag to the original one. There right? you go. <laughs> yeah. Because so, otherwise you'll have to, otherwise you'll have to hard code it, uh, right? You have yeah, to. Yeah, uh, I don't want to do that. There you go. <laughs> Plus, you want to uh, you want to add like you were saying. If you don't add your canonical tags, just pay attention to this. That's how you get negative SEO. So. Uh, Make sure you add when you create your posts. Go to yeah. your uh, Yoast or whatever you use, and you set up the canonical tag that basically tell Google that whatever they find, uh, whatever version of that page they find on the web, the original one is the one that you wrote. Um, yeah, especially if you're working with a new site. I mean, as your yeah. site matures and gets a little bit more authority, I mean, the people, um, you can say, grabbing your content and syndicating it and, you know, crawlers grabbing pit, bits and pieces all over the place, It's that happens all the time when you have traffic yeah. on your site. I mean, when you have 50, 100 or a couple of hundred thousand page views, that happens daily that people grab your content. So don't freak out over it. But you won't you won't be in trouble most of the times if you have a little bit of authority because those sites will have like zero authority in Google. They and they actually came out very very publicly about it Google several times and said they they got this. You would not get penalized for people stealing your content unless you are brand new. You should probably have that canonical tag for sure. That's uh, one there uh, one thing there. Uh, I'm not gonna. Say publicly how to do negative SEO, but uh, <laughs> just keep that in mind. Just uh, go ahead and put your uh, 
your canonical tag there. Uh, Pete Miles says here, Emilia, she's a fan of your music, Morten, and uh, uh, <laughs> how, how she can get the vinyl, uh, she's old school, and she must get uh, Morten's autograph too. <laughs> We're actually putting out our first record this year, and we'll definitely have a vinyl, vinyl, whatever, for you, Emilia. <laughs> definitely. <laughs> that's awesome. That's awesome. Uh, a lot of fun. Uh, Ryan says, fellow metalhead. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Alex says, uh, question, oops, sorry, let me go to the chat, where is the question, do you place your ads in specific section uh, on your pages, like above the feature image, uh, how do you how do you choose that, uh, Morton, how do you go about that? Yeah, I, I totally let AdThrive and Zoic, those are the two ad networks that I use, go about this, so I don't tell them how to run their business, you can say, but, so I'm, since I'm using these networks, I mean, that's what they do. They, they're good at that. So I'm not using AdSense, I'm, I'm using AdThrive and Ezoic. So Ezoic will throw them up all over the place. They will mix it up. Sometimes when you load the, the, the site, they will have a new uh, placeholder somewhere else. And, and with AdThrive, they just do some testing too, I, I suppose, and, and put them they, in the places they think. They have it. Uh, there's, uh, as you can see, the, uh, uh, yeah, you can see my screen. This is one of his websites, Alex, and you can see already they have above the fold, they have ads. Yeah. Uh, typically, ads. They, always, they always have the sticky footer ad. Yeah, the sticky, sticky footer, as you can see it here. And sticky video player many times. So yeah. it, that will follow people because every 15 seconds, the ads will refresh. And every time they refresh, you get paid more, right? So you need some, at least some of those to follow you is if you just start scrolling otherwise you'll make no money yeah like you can see here now I'm scrolling and there's a big one sticking with me on the sidebar and one on the footer yeah. and that will be refresh refreshing I think for every 15 or 16 seconds or something like that all right cool yeah, there's uh, a new one. <laughs> uh, Emilia says as well in the chat she says, to piggyback on Alex uh, Cocker's question, is there a specific ad placement on the page that seems to earn the most? Yeah, definitely the, foot, the footer ad. And also I found that, at least for most of my sites, the sticky sidebar ad also does really well. And I think the first in-content ad, ad is also doing really well. And for me, I mean, for this site, there's a lot of interior design topics on GoDownSite, so people like to, to see it. It's a very visual thing. It also does well on Pinterest. So if you are sort of in this Pinterest type of topic, topic you'll do well with video ads typically because if you have graph good graphics to show, of course. So if you start scrolling right, right now, you'll see that the video will get will get sticky I see here. out there in the corner yeah. and also on mobile, actually. And between... I, I create short videos. I think it's 20 or 30 seconds. And between those videos, there'll be a little ad slot there as well for video ads. And they do really well. That's nice. Um, so that's I, from our YouTube <laughs> channel. I have a, a huge YouTube channel on the site with 100,000 subscribers. So so it's easy for me to get video content for these articles. Yeah, yeah. Morton's channel, I believe it's, I left it in the description, but uh, uh, if not, I'll leave it uh, after that, I'm sure you guys know him, uh, Passive Income Geek. There you have it. Where is it? Where are you, boss? Thanks, AJ. <laughs> <laughs> there you have it. There it is. Well, look, and Emilia here, having yeah. fun. 
<laughs> yeah, so, so this is where I talk about all this stuff. And the one that I referred to before is called Go Downsized. It's, it's this, just the channel connected to the site where I get the video material for those ads, the video ads. That's awesome. That's awesome. Um, Emilia says, interesting. I find the first content ad above the fold performs best across the board. That okay. makes sense. That one makes sense awesome. because makes sense because that's the the first one people see, right? Yeah. So you get paid as soon as, as soon as someone opened the page, uh, you'll see it yeah. yes right yeah, away. Yeah, people will typically find the headline, right, to see they're yeah. in the right spot, and they'll start reading the first paragraph. So you definitely need something around the headline. That's what I've been told. That's uh, that's awesome. Uh, <clears throat> so. Uh, I believe the chat now uh, slowed down a little bit, which uh, <laughs> uh, it's kind of uh, cool because I can now ask a question of mine as well. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's good to hang out with you, Adrian. I love it. No, Thanks it's, it's awesome. Me. Thanks for being yeah. here, brother. You know, it's uh, it's awesome to talk. Uh, you know, between totally. people. Actually, yeah. if you if you if you remember, I watched a video of yours uh, yesterday, and I left a comment uh, when you were talking about yeah. um, you know making friends, networking, and, and yeah. that stuff. Because uh, and one of the reasons is like I was saying earlier, you make friends, uh, then uh -huh. you get knowledge, you share knowledge and all that. The third thing is you can uh, share like tools in terms of, you know, hey, let's go 50-50 with this tool. Um, yeah. And not only that, but who the hell is going to understand you when you go... Um, if I go now in my bedroom and talk to my missus, I say, love, uh, I lost traffic. I don't Absolutely. know what the hell is going on. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> She's yeah. not going to understand me, right? So I need to, I need yeah. to have people to, uh, to ask, hey, Morgan, yeah, hey, exactly. brother, can you look <clears throat> at my side or what's going on? I think my mom still thinks that I design websites. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, one thing is that... Uh, a good thing is that she she's not thinking that you're a scammer or something, right? Yeah, you're yeah, yeah. Illegal, she, she illegal shit that. on the internet. No. That's my sister. No, no. <laughs> oh man. Okay, so let me uh, see what question I was having uh, about. Um, do you create SOPs? Uh, so I'm in the um, standard uh, operating procedures. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm I'm like I was saying <clears throat> just before we went live. I said like. Um, uh, so let me say bye-bye to Emilia. Thanks for uh, stopping by, Emilia. See you, Emilia. See you, boss. Th uh, thanks for your questions and everything. Uh, we'll chat soon, definitely. Uh, it's always fun to have you guys. Uh, so I was in the process uh, of building my team, uh, and I had my uh, SOPs already done, video, yeah. uh, written, and everything. And uh, then... Coronavirus came. Everything went to shit. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, I lost my job, so I can't pay these guys anymore. But now, next week, I'm going back to work, which is which is uh, good news. Uh, okay. And good. And I, I want to get back into you know uh, training my VAs and and get everybody to help me build this yeah. business. Do you have uh, Do you have like any tips on how how should I start? Uh, you know, in terms of uh, managing the team, putting the team together. Mm -hmm. Do you have any tips there? Yeah, I, I do. Uh, sorry, I think you can call them SOPs. Yeah, I'm not super structured with that, but mm -hmm. um, but as soon as I need to deliver a task to anybody, I really like to get all my thoughts down in, in writing, and then many times I will also record it into a video because just having those two formats, I think, for the receiver, is just really great. 
And so, of course, some people work well with tech, text writers, typically prefer text. <laughs> I found I, I, t I tend to give them videos and like, can you give us text, please? So that makes sense. But I, I, I like to, to record a video and then also have, have it like, like in a PDF and not just read the PDF, you know, but, but actually say it. So they have like these two versions. So that's the way I go around building these. I think you call, can call them SOPs. Right, right. Yeah, that's... Um... That's um, that's kind of what I was doing. So that that means I'm 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 going okay. into awesome. a good direction. <laughs> you know that's that's awesome because you gave me a re, a re, re, reassurance, if you want. Yeah. Uh, and um, but yeah, definitely. If when I go back and I have the team and I start everything, then if I have more questions, I will definitely. Uh, uh, yeah, of course. And also when, when I, do, um, let's say when I trained my editor and also when I asked her how to work with the writers, for example, how, how often should she check in? I mean, I don't want her to hang in the chat all day, but I want her to check in. So stuff like that. I, I, I write it down, I give it to her in the video. And then after she had time to digest it and start doing it, I'll check in with her on Slack or Skype or whatever, or I'll call her up and we'll talk about it. So she'll tell me how she's doing it. And then of course the real questions come up because when I'm documenting something, it's documented from my brain, right? Mm -hmm. And then you give it to somebody else around the world, they read something entirely different. So that happens all the time. So you need, you need to talk with people about it to figure out how they actually understood what you told them. Right, right, yeah, yeah. That's, uh, that's great, uh, great tip there. Um, let me go back to the chat, uh, Alex. He's asking, uh, and thanks by the way, Alex, for doing the with the question thing, so I can uh, easily see it. <laughs> awesome. Um, do you do anything for speed on your site, or use any specific theme? Sorry, uh, don't know if this has been asked before. Uh, I don't think anybody has this before. No. So, so the first thing I do, we we touched on that a little bit, is I'm using Astra. So right mm -hmm. up, right off the bat, Astra will score 100 out of 100. And with with with, a, with if you don't have any plugins. So you'll typically slow down your sites with plugins, a bad theme, and with ads. So ads will slow down your sites. So I work closely with the AdFrive guys and also with the Zoic. I use the Zoic speed tool on most of my sites. Also the sites running AdFrive ads. I'll also hook them up to the name servers with Zoic in order to optimize the speed. And then I'll show AdFrive ads on them. So you can do that too. So it's, it's a paid tool. You can also use BP Rocket. That's another paid tool. Or you can use free tools. I, I find that very, very well. They're good as well. You can use W3 Cache and Short Pixel. So, and, but I think the main takeaway is just don't use like 20 plugins because it'll just mess up your site speed instantly. That's a great day. Uh, hey, Michelle, how's it going? Um... Michelle, I believe in your area now is, uh, what is it? Is it good morning, is it? I'm not 100% sure. <laughs> uh, thanks for being here. If you have questions, uh, you know, uh, for Morton, drop them in the chat. Um, so there was another question here from uh, Pete. Uh, this is a technical question, uh, Pete says. If you have a site that redirects HTTP to HTTPS automatically, yep. but Bing is indexing the HTTP version, and showing empty result, but not showing the HTTPS homepage, how to resolve that? Hmm. All right, I never check Bing. I, I don't really care about Bing. I think it's one or two percent. So if it's not messing up, messing up Google, I, I don't care. And right. typically Google figures this out. But I, I would talk to my host about it because it's probably something 
you can fix with, with a plugin or a setting on their side of things. If it's not, maybe it's not a permanent redirect or something super technical like that. I used to be an SEO guy, but that I'm not that interested in all that stuff anymore. So I, I, because, and I think you don't have to understand all that crazy stuff because it's in my, in my book, SEO and publishing is getting more and more simple. You don't even know how need to know how to write any line of HTML anymore, right? So I, I'd say reach out to your hosting company and ask them to solve it for you. Awesome. Uh, yeah, that, I think that could be... Um, uh, you You probably have to check in Bing uh, Webmaster Tool, um, Pete, and, and check that you have the same thing that uh, that you do in the... Um, uh, we used to do, and now I believe Google's, the new Google Search Console will will consolidate all the versions. But uh, if you go to Bing Webmaster Tool uh, and you make sure you have uh, the HTTP version set up as well, just like you do in the other one, uh, in the old Google. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that might console. solve it, right? Uh, if not, if you want the, if you want to drop me the um, the link and I can have a look, maybe I can give you my my uh, ver my version of uh, what's going on there. Uh, um, Kieran says here, uh, do you actively pursue traffic from other search engines like Bing, Yahoo, and DuckDuckGo? Yeah, so I just, told <laughs> he, he just I, said I don't that, care yeah. about anything else than Google. I mean, right. Google is my thing, and that's also where I mean the vast majority of my site is coming, traffic is coming from. And I, to be frank, I think all the other guys are just trying to replicate what Google is doing. So if it's working there, it'll probably work tomorrow. If if it's not working today. So I also see Pinterest as a search engine. So I am using Pinterest, but I, I don't think that's what you asked. <laughs> <laughs> um, cool there. Uh, <laughs> here's a funny question from uh, Jay Bug. Uh, Jay is asking, hey, Morton, has anyone ever recognized you on the street or you, Adrian? I'll tell you a funny story in a second. Okay, not from this channel because I started this channel in January. So this is brand new. But for the Go Downsize channel, it happened, It has happened three times actually. <laughs> <laughs> that's cool. That's cool. Uh, I work at the airport. Uh, I work at the uh, airport. I'm not going to mention the name just for you know professional reasons. Uh, sure. But uh, you know that when you go to work uh, and working in the airport, then then going to do all these uh, security checks. Just like when you go... Uh, when you go to travel uh, and we have to go through all this stuff and uh, they're going to look at your ID and everything. And there was this guy who w watched my passport and, uh, and then I gave him my, my work ID and he looked at, do you know, do I know you from somewhere? So I don't know if he knew, <laughs> I said, do you watch YouTube? Do you, what do you watch on YouTube? Like what kind of th stuff do you watch? <laughs> so probably saw me there, you know, uh, uh, awesome. Yeah. That's, you know, it's it's funny. It's funny to, it to see when this kind of stuff. You put Michelle says she survived make or update, but I have been hit this week. Um, and Kieran as well. I'm sorry to hear that, guys. Just mm. uh, don't do anything. Just don't do anything for now. Just wait to see what's, what's happening. It could be a rollback, yeah. like someone was saying. Um, it could be that... One thing I suggest everybody that is getting hit by any of these updates, um, everybody freaks out, and maybe you can chime in here as well uh, if you want um, uh, Morton. But 
Yeah, uh, let us know what happened. I mean, what do you mean when you say hit? Did you, did you lose like 10% or 80%? Because if it's 10%, I mean, that's that happens to all of us. Yeah, yeah. I, I can give my take on what I think is going on with these updates, but yeah. Yeah, and it could be uh, just uh, that uh, you, you've lost relevance uh, in, in what Google is trying to do now. So yeah. what I usually suggest is type your keyword, uh, and if you look an, uh, often enough at your at your keywords and your niche, you should know who usually is your competitor on page one, right? Uh, and that's what I do when I see that my my site goes down and I lose maybe I don't know hundred. I was uh, maybe I lose fifty, forty percent, whatever it is. I go on I go on Google, type my keyword, like what's the best microphone? And I used to be on position four, and now I'm on page three. Well, I check to see who is new now on that SERP, uh -huh. like what's the new website. And I check why they are there and why I'm not there. Maybe they have, yeah. I don't know, maybe they have more keywords in there. Maybe they have more images. Maybe they have whatever the hell it is. Maybe they have more, more links, whatever. And then yeah. you start applying that to your website. Is is uh, is that what you uh, usually do as well, Um um, yeah, I, I just do it in Google Analytics. I try to f pinpoint yeah. which articles are losing traffic. So, of course, I start with the major ones. If I'm losing, I, I typically don't lose like a lot of traffic. But, I mean, if I'm losing traffic, I want to hit into an analytics and just compare this month to the month before it, it happened That's and it. see. And then I can sort by traffic and and see the change in traffic when I have that that red number. Like, so here's 40% loss, here's 20% loss. Just go over, sort it by how much traffic they're getting, you'll quickly see if there's a pattern, if it's just one major article killing the stripes on your site and you just lost that side. Yeah. Maybe rewrite that one and figure out if this is a handful of articles that somebody just stole from you with a skyscraper, whatever. See what's going on. It Many, many times I find that it has nothing to do with Google. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. That's an awesome tip right there. Uh, just don't go nuts. Just use your brain, stay... Yeah. Cold and just analyze. That's what we need yeah. to do. We need to Figure analyze out what happened. What yeah. the hell happened? Yeah. Um, by the way, we've been here for one hour and six minutes. This is awesome, Morton. Thanks for wow, being here again, it's brother. An hour already. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's awesome, and the times fly. I always say, I always say this on the live streams because it's true. I enjoy yeah. this. I enjoy having the people here in the chat. Thanks everybody for being here as well. Um, but uh, do you have a time that Maybe you can bring Maria on if you want. Yeah, I was actually asking if she wanted yeah. to come out. So yeah. I, I suppose maybe she's with Max. I, I can go and check if yeah, she's yeah. if he's sleeping. For sure, check with her. She's maybe. I'm pulling this out a second. So uh, Maria, she has a YouTube channel as well, and um, I mean, it's it. I would like to have them uh, just for a few more minutes, you know, to see what uh, and just say hi. <laughs> um, but she has a, a YouTube channel called One Girl One Suitcase, I believe it is, uh, where where she talks about travel. Uh, let me see, One Girl One Suitcase. Yeah, yeah, that's her old travel yeah? YouTube channel that I think. Hello. That's not so active anymore. <laughs> How Hello. you doing? You alright? I'm doing. Yeah. Nice to have you. Uh, nice to have you in here uh, with us. Uh, Thank you. How's uh, How's Max? <laughs> He's sleeping right now, but yeah. 
Nice. It's uh, you know, I was talking to Morten uh, before we went live. I had to put my baby girl to sleep, uh, but I couldn't do it. So I said, you know, I said to my wife, please, please help me here. <laughs> I'm struggling. Please help me. I need the. I need some help. He usually falls asleep and then he's gone and he doesn't wake up again. But not yeah. this time. Not this time. I mean, it happens. No, he was crying. <laughs> Very rarely. It happens. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's a good sleeper, just not tonight. No. That's yeah. awesome. Uh, I just wanted to, to, you know, have you on here to say uh, hello, Maria, because, uh, you know, I l- simply love what you guys did there. You know, this I'm trying to build the same thing with my wife. Uh, yeah. you know, to make it together and then, you know, have fun and travel and all that. Uh, yeah. so I have to, I want to congratulate you guys for, for this awesome, uh, business that you Thank guys you. built. <laughs> I think you just did a tour of our camper for the Go Downsize channel, right? Is that? I just filmed it today, but I didn't It edit might it. go up eventually. If you want to see how we're living on the road, you can go to Go Downsize. Here oh, on, yeah. the, on the website, right. Right. Yeah. Oh, uh, no, on, on the YouTube, YouTube on YouTube. On the YouTube, YouTube channel. Okay. I, yeah. yeah, Maria's running the YouTube part and my, me and my team is oh, running nice. the article. I very, very quickly found out that YouTube is like my third love language, I think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because when blo- I started out with blogging, yeah. a long time I asked ago, her to write articles because probably, that was I think my thing. nine years ago, 10 years ago, and I just got so addicted tired of writing all right yeah, like, yeah, yeah i have all of these things that i want to share and if i can just turn on a camera and talk then it's way easier it's way easier it's true <laughs> yeah. though it's true you know it's depending on who you are yeah course, but I, it just fit me better and i i believe to be honest with you maria and everybody in the audience i believe uh the future of uh marketing in general is going to be video anyway Mm, yeah. So if That's we what j- I've been telling this guy, <laughs> it's definitely shifting that way. Yeah, and, yeah. and you always uh, you asked me at some point like, how do you pronounce this? I was like, why don't you just YouTube it? He was like, yeah. Oh yeah. I guess I'm too old. I'm like, turning forty, and I'm just. You're too old, man. I'm joining YouTube at an old age. <laughs> yeah, no, that's that's awesome. Definitely, uh, definitely uh, jumping. And and what this actually, what this um, uh, coronavirus crap did uh, <laughs> to to the world is like more people jumped on uh, making videos, making live streams, you know, uh, playing around with YouTube, um, yeah. and that's for sure. Uh, I mean. Just like we are live now, I believe there's under 10, 15 channels that I know that I'm subscribed on that are live as well. <laughs> uh-uh, that's yeah. great. So, uh, awesome. yeah. <laughs> that's yeah, it was actually Emilia who got me on to her channel on the live stream. And then I invited her, her over on my channel because I never did a live stream. So I need a little hand. Yeah, you're ahead of me now. I have never done yeah, a live stream yet. Yeah. When, I will. When you did a lot of go down size back in the days, so I don't think you could do live stream. No, they, no, they added it. After. Right, like, right. I was really active up till two years ago, and when then I've slowed down a lot. Of, yeah, exactly. Right, right. I kind of kept it going for two years, and then after that, I was like, <laughs> "It's a lot of work." Yeah, I'm so picking it up now, but now I'm picking it back to up. some extent, right? Yeah. No, but that's that's uh, that's awesome. Uh, you definitely start. I mean, maybe we can have you as well, Maria, one time, and we can talk about YouTube. Uh, you know, mm. we don't want to have Morton. You know, we just want to talk about. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> See ya. <laughs> uh, but uh, no, I mean, we can talk about YouTube, and maybe you can uh, pick your brains and uh, learn something from you. Like uh, small YouTuber like myself, I've been done. I've been doing this like for uh, 
I believe four or five months. Uh, mm -hmm. So, you know, uh, I, I, I'm always open to, to learn more stuff from yeah, people. I think for me, a, a lot of uh, what I love about YouTube and how I do YouTube is a lot about passion. Yeah. Like, I'm not super strategic. Um, like, uh, you're not strategic either, but you know, like, set a plan. I'm more like, Oh, now I'm moving into making my own like um, DIY wardrobe challenge. Like I like challenging myself. So I'm just like, how mm. can I, like I minimize so many things in our lives. How can I kind of reduce my footprint on the environment even more and still like put my own skills to use and test myself and test my limits and figure out what can I do. So now I'm kind of doing, going to do that a little bit more and we're traveling. So it's going to be, those two themes i'm i'm more like mm -hmm. where i kind of go with the flow of where my passion and my interests um they lie so we we have a, a little bit of a different approach to it a little bit yeah a little bit yeah i guess i guess it kind of uh, i i was on um pat Flynn, uh i mean i i wasn't personally on pat Flynn, uh, uh youtube channel but he looked at my youtube channel and he gave me some advice uh, but some of the things that I've picked up from from him is that you know if you have an audience already, it's easy for you to kind of um, just do videos about whatever the hell you want to yeah, do. Yeah, you can shift a lot <laughs> yeah. more. Mm. Yeah, it's, yeah, you can do whatever, whatever you want. Uh, whereas a new guy like such as myself, I need to create more videos based on keyword research so people can find me first. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. So I can build that audience and then. Uh, then I can do, you know, uh, what tea I had this morning. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. people are going to watch it. Also, just my channel is super broad, so I can kind of bring anything that I want into it. Mm -hmm. And you have been, like, doing your work for 10, more than 10 years. Yeah. So you just have all this knowledge in your yeah. head that you want to share. Right, and right. Help other people to become yeah. entrepreneurs and stuff. So yeah. it's like, yeah, we definitely have a common theme of, freedom <laughs> we love freedom yeah absolutely kind yeah. of inspiring or helping yeah. that, others that's the main reason and as you said adrian my i'd say the thing that pushed me to actually start doing youtube and start sharing all these things is to get to know people like you yeah. and to get to know other people because i mean for one being in denmark is lonely when you do Ameri Not a lot of people american do. content website yeah. but also as you said i mean even even if i was living in the states i mean probably nobody on the street would under, even understand what we were trying to accomplish, right? Right, right, <laughs> right. It, it'll take a long time for them to even have a just casual conversation what about what you're actually doing, right? So. Right, that's true. And Mar yeah. Maria says, uh, sorry, um, Michelle here says on the chat, hey, Maria, um, J-Bug says, uh, you like names that start with uh, with an M? Yeah. <laughs> Maria, yeah, Morten, Max. And Max, <laughs> and all my siblings, all my my sisters and brothers, brothers are. Maybe that's... <laughs> That's a letter yeah, of success, maybe. <laughs> maybe. It was literally the only boy name we could agree on. So yeah. we were just like, okay, well, the three M's it is. Yeah, Maria had some really, really weird ideas. So that was the and first he one did that, too. that made sense. <laughs> That's awesome. The, Kieran says here in the chat as well, keep putting, keep putting off you, uh, doing YouTube videos as being on video is way out of my comfort zone. What tips do you have there, uh, Maria, for someone like uh, Kieran here? that you know it's kind I of shy i maybe. think a lot of it is practicing like um i'm not a shy person but i am an introvert 
and I like uh, not being surrounded by tons of people. And um, I think it's it's a lot about practicing. And of course, it's about being comfortable probably with the language too. Mm-hmm. Um, and just sitting there and looking into the lens, getting used to looking at it and yeah. and also figuring out your own style of doing it. Like you don't have to have everything scripted out perfectly because it's really hard to remember to say everything correctly and then the you first have to do really everything a hundred times video i did on passive income geek was 100 me reading a script like a teleprompter <laughs> it's horrible don't watch it so uh, eventually i started loosening up and maria gave me a few tips <laughs> just, that was horrible it just takes a lot of videos till you get comfortable with it i i think and depending on also what topic you're talking about The more comfortable you are with the topic you want to talk about, the more like it's going to go faster to get comfortable talking to the camera, I think. Then you kind of have that issue out of the way a bit more. I agree. Yeah. Because yeah. some videos are definitely easier for me to, to mm-hmm. shoot than others. Sure. And then especially sometimes especially when you know the topic, right? When you, you're like, yeah. you know, if you know what you're talking about, you don't even need scripts. Right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. There's so, a few like, key points, and then you know what to go from. Mm-hmm. True, true. Uh, when when I started uh, Kieron, um, uh, before putting the YouTube channel together, I was uh, filming myself in my uh, in my crane at work, uh, talking about, uh, "Hey, today this is Adrian, and this and we're gonna talk about this." It was such a pile of. Uh, crap but uh, it was i was having fun with the camera i was just playing with yeah. it right and then um because yeah. i got this tip from uh, sunny de la russi or something like that she's a she's a big youtuber uh and uh she was talking about how to get comfortable on camera uh if you're a shy guy i'm not a shy guy either but you know i hate my voice basically hmm. uh so that's what she was saying that it's natural for you not to be comfortable when you hear your voice when you hear you talking uh. on a camera and that's what i was doing i was just uh recording myself for a minute or two and then playing to myself until my ears and my brain uh start uh. getting used to me being silly in the camera you know <laughs> yeah on the camera yeah. i think one thing uh. you could do as well is um, maybe just uh, do like you don't have to publish it but maybe do like a daily vlog thing Yep. for a while where you bring out because i started filming just on a trip that i took because the first that's another channel the first channel that i started was one girl one suitcase and it was all about traveling um and so i got used to bringing my camera around and just standing like this in the middle of the street <laughs> looking really dumb yep. and filming and having to try and say something and just be brave enough to to say anything And then after that, it was pretty. It was way easier to sit at home and film something mm-hmm. because yeah, I guess... I'm in public. At least I'm not in public. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a good that's, way. To I guess that's yourself. that's why I'm struggling, right? I mean, um, so I got over the phase of uh, you know recording myself. Now I'm doing live streams. I'm comfortable. Um, but uh, next step would be like you were saying, Maria, to go out 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 there with my phone and. And you know, in public, and people are looking at you and staring at you. And I, I need to get over that as well. So that will be the next step, yeah. uh, maybe sometime in the future. <laughs> I think it might yeah. be a good exercise. Like if if people want to do YouTube, I think it yeah. might be a good exercise. And like I said, you don't have to publish it. 
but to True. do it to uh, to get comfortable mm-hmm. yeah. somehow or yeah. be so uncomfortable that it's super comfortable to film at home <laughs> yeah i'm trying to get over that too because i used to film all of my videos in in my office at home but now that we're traveling full time i mean i have to do it at the campground yeah and we're heading into the peak season there would be nowhere mm-hmm. where people can't see me you know so i have to sit <laughs> in the front of the tent just find somewhere that doesn't look crappy and i'll be in, among people and that That's something else. I mean, talking to a camera in front of definitely people. Yeah, definitely. Um, what yeah. he uh, team says here, uh, video is working really well for me. I've got a fiance YouTube channel for eight months now. I have seven K subscribers in the uh, sm- wow. small Netherlands and uh, awesome. making a good amount of leads from it. You're kicking ass. Good. Well done. Yeah, yeah. Good job. <laughs> well good job. done. Uh, Pete says uh, here, do you guys work together on God uh, Go Downsize or the suing uh, handcraft side? Uh, yeah, on there's another side I share on my channel. Okay. So how do you work together? You, it it not end up in disagreements or conflict? I'd say I, I use Maria for to help me structure my thoughts. And also Maria is way more structured just by nature than I am. I am the chaotic entrepreneur guy i guess starting too many projects and maria will pull me down to earth and we'll put a structure to it and and, and make sense of it all and we think very differently so we yeah. can kind of use each other to bounce off and also i think i told you briefly about in a couple of e-commerce projects that i started out with before i started having seen much success with passive income sites you say yeah we did those together so we learned early on to work together we, we have been married 14 years like last week right so yeah <laughs> so we, we've known each other for a long time and i learned so many things from maria about how to focus on a few things and get good at it before i move on to those hundred other things that i want to start <laughs> yeah and it's also it also helps because i can sometimes see a pattern yep. that he doesn't see because he's so much in it um and just helping figure that out Uh, we do very different work right now. Like we don't yeah. really like... Uh, we don't sit down and work on no. the same project. We don't like like co-write or whatever. So no. Maria's doing like, I videos. I do my and, channel, the videos. And I handle all the writers and yeah. I can say the publishing. Business. Yeah. So, so. I mean, <laughs> I love my wife to death, but I could not work with her. <laughs> I have For, met so yeah. many people who said that. And I think it's, of course, part true, but also... It's a lot about um, like learning how to work together. I think so, yeah, like yeah. It's a skill that you can yeah. learn because right. when you spend that much time together, you don't say the st- same stuff to each other that you can do when you're married and you start like start arguing or whatever. You don't do that when you run a company and there are other people. Like you figure it out like if it was another coworker you didn't like <laughs> you would figure it out like yeah, you yeah. would figure out how to work together and be productive i do like him <laughs> we like each other <laughs> yeah, it's not for everyone but no, i think it's, it's for more people than yeah exactly they think that was my point too yeah <laughs> coolio do you mind uh if i ask a few questions from uh from the chat again uh guys uh sure I don't want to leave uh, those questions that before M- 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 Maria came. Um, so Alex says, uh, question, do you do anything specific for backlinks that you are willing to talk about, uh, Morten? 
Yeah, we can totally talk about backlinks. So. I'm signing out now. That's already here. That's my game. Yeah. Thanks, yes. thanks for being here, Maria. Of course. Fun to meet you. <laughs> Fun to meet you. Bye. Yes, so a couple of things. So specific like post types that will attract links. Um, so for example, statistics and other things like that. So you can dig into your industry and see what is typically getting links and try to replicate what's working. Maybe they did it with outreach. Maybe they did it like organically, whatever you want to call it. And I'm also using Hero, like help a reporter out. And I'm, I'm working on, on a few other, I, I'm testing a few things right now that, that, that I'm going to put in my, my course because it's definitely something you, you need to have. I, I want to say you have a strategy for. So I go, I don't go out and pay for links. I don't, you can say mass email people and beg for links. And I don't like exchange links. So I, I want to create content that, that can get links. But sometimes, of course, you need to do a little bit more than that. I, is that, does it answer it? Awesome. Um, do you use, uh, Pete asked uh, here, do you use uh, a rank tracker? No, not really, because I have way too many articles. <laughs> so if, I, yeah, I mean, I, I think I have close to a thousand articles, so that wouldn't be way too many keywords, but I, I track the traffic, of course, overall per website. And then yeah. I also dive into eventually to see like my main articles, are they still getting the traffic they used to? Because many times you'll have a few articles getting a large proportion of the traffic. So, so I check the traffic numbers, not per article, but for the top articles. Sweet. And also for new articles. Uh, Ryan says some great info today. Thank you, everyone. Uh, that's awesome to hear, Ryan. I hope uh, you guys enjoyed. Uh, if you did, remember to give us a thumbs up. Uh, that would be really helpful. Um, Naresh uh, asks here, as a beginner, how many websites can I start with? I have a team of uh, I have a team of three, three, three people. Any other suggestions? Oh, okay, if you already have a team of three people, I mean, you can do more than if it's just yourself. So I don't know how many articles they're gonna write, but probably maybe at least double what what you can do yourself. So I would still start with one website and make sure that it's not in any way in the Y and YL type of thing, where you know, like medical or financial. So just to make sure that you're not going to get hit by that. So I would I would advise you to go with go hard on one site until you at least see some success and then quickly start branching into one or two other sites. The reason I'm doing five or six sites right now is because I, I mean, I have the resources to do it and I want to sell a web. I, I mean, my sites are big enough that I can sell them for a good deal of money. So I want to sell one site every year and, and keep adding new sites, but I'll, I'll go for one, get some traction and start number two. That's it. Um, I mean, if if you don't have a team, uh, or maybe I don't know how knowledge, how much knowledge you have, uh, Naresh, because you say you are a beginner. Um, you know, I would start. I would definitely start with two projects, because what happened in, in my case, uh, I got bored of one of them, uh, whatever you know. So when when I get distracted, or when I want to get distracted, and you know, I I had enough of my website. I go and work with another website, which is in another niche, and you know. <laughs> uh, but yeah, definitely start with two projects, uh, just for that reason. But and if you and focus most of the times, like eighty, ninety percent of your resources on one. When you when you get tired of that one, just jump to the other one. Yeah. Um, 
uh, Alex uh, says here, uh, question for you, Adrian. Do you think it's worth getting SERP uh, robot and Ahrefs or do they duplicate tasks? Well, they're different tools and they don't have anything to do. Um, like SERP robot is just a SERP tracker that is going to track your keywords. And uh, Ahrefs, it's a massive, powerful, extremely powerful tool that you can do a lot of stuff. You know, you can a lot of stuff <laughs> basically <Yeah. laughs> so get yourself um get yourself serb robot which is um i believe i i told you the other day it's free you can use it up to 30 keywords i believe it was last time i checked and i pay like 10 bucks per month because i have more keywords um if you want a trips well i was actually thinking about this whilst i was cleaning the house today um uh, maybe i can give you guys especially the beginners I can give this as a service. Maybe if you want a report on keywords or backlinks or whatever, get in touch with me. I can charge you, I don't know, 10, 15 bucks for a free, for a report. And, you know, and you don't have to pay the <laughs> stupid amount of money that cost uh, the tool. But that's just something that I was, it was going through my mind. But to answer your question, um, just get Serp, Serp Robot. The other one is too expensive. Um, let me see here. Kieran says thanks, uh, Maria, Morton, and Adrian. Of course, no problem. That was <laughs> Jaybug. Sorry, brother, I didn't see your question earlier. Uh, maybe, maybe Morton can ask Maria uh, if she has. <laughs> Jay is always trying to uh, get girls, and he's uh, <laughs> he's asking uh, if Maria has a single sister. <laughs> Uh, unfortunately, no. <laughs> She's true. unique. She's unique, brother. <laughs> um, Merchants UK Bruce says, um, that's Kieran says, uh, have you ever bought a domain after a few beers then regret buying it the next day? <laughs> Was that a question for me? So the I, question is, it's, it's kind yeah. of funny. Uh, have yeah, you yeah, ever... I, I got it. Yeah, yeah, I have definitely, I'm sitting on way too many. <laughs> domains and i don't know if it was while being drunk but i i have bought way too many domains every year i try to let some some go even though they're pretty good names <laughs> <laughs> um peter says as you uh, pete says uh as you have larger content sites how do you decide when it's time to sell one of the sites yeah, so I, I haven't sold any of my bigger sites, um, but actually today I got a phone call <laughs> this afternoon from from somebody that I that I, I I know a little bit, and they offered me a pretty good price on one of my biggest sites. So I, I think a good time to sell is while the website is still growing, and and you I mean you also still of course have some potential within the niche, so people can see. A future where they can make more money with it and i mean it depends on if you need money on your hand or if you just want to get rid of a few projects so i'm but i'm, I'm looking to sell one or two websites one of my websites from my portfolio this year so i and and the reason why i want to do that is because i i have a bit too many i think i want to narrow it down to to five big sites and i still have quite a bit more than that uh kieran says here glad is not just him uh you know buying uh, a lot of uh, domains and, web yeah. and websites when i get into that i i loved looking for domains and it's, <laughs> it's just a side passion i think 
Yeah, it's and it, it could be actually an obsession. <laughs> totally. <laughs> after yeah. some time. It's just like keyword research. Some people they start doing keyword research and they can't stop. They oh, I think I need yeah. to research a little bit more. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um so here in the chat we have uh, producer Hive says Morton any thoughts on Surfer SEO? Uh, I tested a little bit and also Cora. I think that's the competitor and also this what's the other one? Optimizer or something Page like that. Page Optimizer I, I, Pro. Yeah, exactly. I looked into them. I, I tried to optimize some of my topics on very competitive stuff. I didn't see any improvement in my rankings, and so it's not. It's definitely not to say that they are not working. I think because I'm working at the speed that I am pr producing 100 articles per month, it would just take way too much time. And I I feel like I have a pretty good process in in place for laying out the, the content and the topic. And I I think I I have developed sort of a good eye for, to see if I can rank for it and how to rank for it. So I I, I didn't have too much success with it, to be honest. Coolio, uh, my wife. He's. You said Adrian. Sorry, I just want to pick your brain a little bit about. Did are you using these things? I, I've I've used all of these tools: a Page Optimizer yeah. Pro, okay. Surfer SEO. Um, but I I haven't used them for my websites particularly. Um, maybe maybe a little bit, but um, I've I've used the tools for other uh, people that I'm working with. And you know to uh, okay. generate uh, uh, reports and uh, for other clients, yeah. um, for clients, but um, they are extremely, extremely useful, uh, especially if you have maybe like a guy like you with uh, with a lot of content. Uh, but most people that I've seen using these type of tools, they are going for keywords that are commercial. They have a lot of commercial intent. Um, yeah. Uh, behind them, right? So I yeah. haven't heard, I haven't seen anybody. Even I'm, I'm friends with uh, Michael Suski, the co-creator. I had him on the channel. He's a very, very nice dude. Yeah, uh, yeah, I saw that. He's, he's I mean, we chat on Facebook. He's all, always awesome and helpful. Uh, yeah. But um, I haven't seen him or anybody doing like a, a content um, uh, analysis over uh, informational type of content because uh. usually it's easier to rank. So you just by looking at yeah. the SERP and see what the hell is going on there, it's easy for yeah. you to uh, structure an uh, yeah. uh, SEO-friendly page, you know? Yeah. Uh, whereas where the, the, the commercial keywords are a little bit more tricky because yeah. there's, there's other more factors in, you know, uh, backlinks and 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 yeah. um, that was also where I, I tested it out on a highly commercial yeah like yeah. like a price comparison type <laughs> keyword. Yeah, I'm sure it's useful because uh, uh, every time I've I've seen people uh, someone using the tool uh, they they save so much time a lot of time yeah uh, and you'll also figure out if you are a complete outlier I mean if yeah. your article has some weird statistics and all the other guys up there are seeing are doing something else you might want to check that out of course so of course that's, that's a pretty cool for thing. me i mean i have i have a uh, not, i i had the, like i said i had micro suski on the channel uh, and we talk about stuff seo in general uh, and i have a youtube uh, tutorial on how to use surfer seo as well so if anybody yeah. is, i mean cool. if you just 
if you just uh, YouTube it uh, and you put how to use how to use Surfer SEO, uh, I believe I'm somewhere on the top. Uh, there you go. Awesome. How to Surfer SEO for beginners, SEP analyzer, content editor, and NLP. So uh, it saves a lot of time. That's that's extremely important. Uh, so I I want to use it. Uh, any one of these page optimizer pro surfer uh, when I have my team back uh, working with me. Uh, is this still live? I think it's still live. I hope it's still live. <laughs> yeah. Can, I'm, yeah. I'm Can you hear me? Yeah. 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 Coolio. Um, so I was saying that my wife is uh, here in the chat. She wants, she she's hungry, so she wants to come in the kitchen. <laughs> so behind awesome. this uh, behind this screen here is my kitchen. So that's why I I have to put this screen beautiful uh, screen, <laughs> so you don't see everybody going up and down and eating sandwiches. <laughs> cool. <laughs> um. So sounds like a plan. Uh, Alex Cocker is here in the chat. Uh, sounds like a plan. Thanks, Adrian. No problem. Uh, I hope he was helpful. Yannick, uh, how's it going? Hola. So I hope we answered all your questions, guys. Uh, if you don't have any more questions, uh, I think we are going to kind of uh, wrap this thing up. Uh, yeah. It's been Otherwise, one hour. put them in the comments. And yeah. Check it out. So it's been one hour and 40 minutes. I can't believe it. This is probably yeah, the longest a, one I've done. <laughs> it's a long run. <laughs> um, so I want to thank everybody here in the chat. Uh, do you have anything else to uh, add before we... Uh, and to be... to Just to let you know, Morten, that I haven't asked all the things that I wanted to ask. <laughs> well, I'm coming to so London for that beer when, when I get a chance. That's it, yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Got to check you up on that. For sure. They, I think they opened the, uh, the flights again, so... Uh, you know, if you decide to come to London, let me know. Yeah, actually, the, I mean, this trip was supposed to go to from Denmark. To, I don't know if you know the European map, if you're not from, but to go to Germany, Belgium, France, and then take uh, the, this train thing with the camper oh, yeah, yeah, to yeah. southern part of England, and then Ooh, we'll be nice. heading close. So we might end up in your area. I mean, an hour outside London, and then you can come out, and we can have the beer here in my camper. We can do a live stream from that. That would be awesome to do a live stream. Yeah, I think we'll we'll do that in a couple of months. We'll, well, when it opens up more, we will leave Denmark for sure. <laughs> sweet, sweet, sweet. Um, so, um, I'm gonna leave it uh, there with Morton. I want to take uh, a second to, you know, say everybody here: uh, Michelle, uh, Alex, uh, Yannick, Jay, Bug. Uh, who's else here? Producer Hive, Pete. Uh, so many people today. I love you guys. Thanks for being here. Kieran, uh, Ryan, thanks for your questions. And um, I apologize if I missed anybody. <laughs> but thanks for being here. Again, if you have questions, let them in the comments. Uh, give us a thumbs up if you enjoyed this, if it was helpful. Share this YouTube channel with uh, your friends. Uh, if you think they they gonna enjoy it? Visit um, uh, Morton uh, YouTube channel and uh, stay focused. Remember, stay focused because we're going to get rid of that boss, right? <laughs> Take everybody. Thanks for watching.